Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's extra special crammed full episode of Pilot Light, uh, a podcast where we watch a pilot of the TV show and then we talk about it. My name's David, and I am unfortunately English. <laughs> My name's Sam, and if anyone is feeling anxious, worried, or maybe just want to chat, please, please do not come crying to me. Uh, my name's Joe, and would someone goddamn disarm that bomb on that goddamn bridge? And I'm Ross. I said it to you boys before, and this show confirmed it. The English are all savages. <laughs> no arguments here. <laughs> um, so, welcome Ross to Pilot Light for the first time. Thank you. Um, there's a very special reason for that. Um, we watched this week uh, Derry Girls from t- February 2018 was the original air date. Um, and obviously our keener-eared listeners will have noticed that Ross is of the Irish persuasion. <laughs> yep. That's right, Guilty. that's right. Oh, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I, I know, I call him as I see him. Sorry, I felt like a charge there, Dave. I didn't know, I didn't know if it was an accusation. <laughs> it's just this leaning forward thing, Ross. It's making you think, it's this courtroom thing, isn't it? Well, that's it. I lean into the microphone on the desk. Uh, yes, yes, that is correct. <laughs> so... Um, Derry Girls uh, is a TV show uh, that I hadn't seen before, um, but it's a Channel 4 show, uh, and it's maybe the most recent thing we've done, I think, um, it, having aired in 2018. Mm-hmm. Any, any we didn't do there. something from the 90s, which is always a, a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> you will be glad to know this This is set in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. So close. So close. Um, so I guess we'll get into into maybe some background on, you know, some various bits and pieces in a minute. But off the top, Sam, tell us a little bit about Derry Girls. I'll put it in a bit of context here. Mm-hmm. So it's the early nineties, as you say, Dave, and it's the first day of school um, for sixteen-year-old Erin who wakes up to find her cousin Ola reading her diary. And this this is a show that's set in, uh, in in Derry, and it's about basically teenagers kind of growing up in the midst of the troubles. In Northern um, Ireland, we should in, say. Yeah, in Northern Ireland. So it's 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 a proper, um, it's a very very much a period piece, and um, it's all it's quite fun, isn't it? Really, I quite enjoyed this. Well done, Sam, for saying Derry and not London Derry as well. Well done. He was he was he was forewarned that there was a bomb <laughs> under his car. <laughs> not so Ross, you, we've got voice. you here as in in a, in, a, in a pure act of tokenism. <laughs> honestly it was more of a decision of like even if ross hadn't wanted to be on this episode and, and ross did obviously that's the party yeah. line you know we can't have an irish guy on the podcast and then not have him on the episode about the irish tv show yeah 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 so ross tell us why you're here and why you want to be on this um episode what's what tell us your story well when a mummy loves a daddy <laughs> yeah very very much uh, and especially in Ireland, that can get out of hand very, very quickly. Does Ross have 16 brothers? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, you guys pointed out before, um, when you were going to do Dairy Girls, when I heard that was happening, I, ac- I asked to be on this episode because I only watched Dairy Girls in its entirety. It was about two, uh, three or four months ago. Um, and I, I knew it was a show, but I'd never watched it. Um, I wasn't that... I wasn't that bothered about it, and don't know why. Because you know, people will come up to me and say, you know, asking me as an Irish person, "Oh, have you seen this? Oh, it's brilliant! It's brilliant!" And I'm just thinking, you probably think it's brilliant because you know you're on the outside looking in. It's probably sort of tailored to an outsider's perspective. Oh, isn't the aren't the Irish people quirky? And I'm like, mm, okay. You must get I, that a lot though in England, Ross. 
being, yeah. you know, just being the Irish guy in the office, everyone must be like, oh, here's an Irish thing, Russell like that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, Dave, you know yourself, like, like from when, from when me and you first met to living together to this day and age, like, like ninety percent of the people, you know, we're very first... much in love, audience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very much a, a, a hearty bromance. But when people approach me, you know, and in the discover I'm Irish, and the first thing they say is, "Oh, potato," and you know. Like to them, that's a really funny. It's a really funny sounding thing they've done, and we're gonna find it hilarious. And we don't. I don't know why people Strange think that, you know. You know, it's a bit, bit odd, really, isn't it? It's yeah. a thing. It's a thing with English people and Irish people. I think where the English think that their really racist Irish impressions are gonna be really funny to an Irish person. And it's, I do know what you mean, Ross. And like, certainly as a teenager, I was definitely guilty of this, especially when we met. And like. I don't know what what that cultural thing is, and obviously it's just mm. like I guess cultural disrespect on that. It's weird, isn't it? I, it's it's, it's like going up to a Scottish person and shouting freedom, you know, haggis or yeah, which, haggis, which Ooh, I'm sure haggis. also like, happens a lot. That? Oh, it yeah. does, yeah. But uh, uh, the the thing is, I've come to realise as well that it's not so much uh, that people don't do it to be to you know strike a chord or to wind us up that they genuinely don't realise how sort of rude it is but anyway that's not what this show is about um, and then when I finally watched it as uh, like I said two or three months ago it was I felt it was just a quality series and there hasn't been a series like this since Father Ted um, for our younger listeners Father Ted was like one of the very first sort of proper Irish sitcoms uh, comedy sitcoms that came out uh, because before then like you know you, you in Ireland you wouldn't see anyone, you know, having anything comedic, you know, to do with religion, much less, you know, Catholicism. And then you have a TV show about, you know, these Catholic priests who all live together and get up to these hijinks. So Dairy Girls was the first show since then that I think is on the same sort of level of comedic value as as Father Ted. Um, And when you guys uh, said you were doing it, not to mention the fact as well that uh, before I moved to England, I spent my last two and a half years in Derry. Um, I went there for college, so... Yeah, uh, there's there's a couple of uh, stokes in the fire I have for this one. And Ross, you say like there's you know I mean Father Ted is is pretty broad, isn't it? And 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 um, whereas this this I think maybe is a bit more. It feels like there's a load of inside jokes that I'm not getting. Is what yeah. it feels like. Yeah, I mean um, you say Father Ted's fairly broad. Sorry to cut you off, Sam. You say Father Ted's fairly broad, but it also has the inside things. I mean one of the things. Um, that I'll point out, you know, it's not, and it's not a podcast about Father Ted, but one of the things I'll point out and, you know, make comparison to is in Father Ted, you know, every, you know, when, when something bad happens, instead of saying, fuck it, they'll say, ah, feck it. But what people don't know is that obviously that feck in Irish is the verb, you know, to see. So basically, it's not, they're not saying, you know, it's not getting away with saying the word, you know, the, the F word. It's they've managed to replace it with a proper Gaelic word and then they've just gone, they've gone crazy with that then because a guy actually released a song um you know about the the, the feck and it's uh, you know the the verbs that how it can be used and because it's so close to the effort it's hilarious i mean and dairy girls as well like you said the inside jokes i mean one of the best things i saw in the pilot episode itself um was when they're on the bus and oh i'm terrible with names now but this was the one who introduced herself was saying hey motherfuckers what's her name 
Um, that is uh, Michelle, played by Jamie O'Donnell. Yeah. And you know, you know, she's talking shite anyway. But then, basically, on one of the lines, is she says, "I am a beacon of truth," and then her friend says, "Your mouth is what you are," and that's just a proper Irish thing to say. You know, and just say, "You're you're, you're a mouth," as in you fucking go on a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Because I think that, like, obviously, us three English guys. It's same with Father Ted, and we will move on from Father Ted. Like, <laughs> and obviously, um, <clears throat> I've got another point. We'll touch on it in a sec. But we probably—I enjoy Father Ted in a, in a presumably very different way to you enjoy Father Ted, Ross, mm-hmm. and and you probably enjoy it in a very different way than somebody who was raised as a Catholic would enjoy it. If you know what I mean, like because there's just levels, isn't there? It's funny on its own, and I think there's a lot there for you know art mimicking life in that not mimicking but you know like commentating on actual you know catholicism and and maybe derry girls is similar you can i'll I'll let you speak in a minute um and derry girls must be similar in terms of like you know being set against the backdrop of the troubles and obviously you still got that religious aspect and 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 as well as just the locality of northern ireland a hundred percent hundred percent. I mean, there's things again, you know, and it, it alludes back to what what you're both saying. But there'll be things that I find are very funny, or not even find it funny, but it's somewhat. I don't know what the word for it is, but it's so uh, pleasing to see when it's written. You know, like you know, I would assume that an Irish person wrote this because the dialogue is so on point of what you know how people talk in Ireland and in Northern Ireland, and it's and it's the inflections and tone and the timing, and because we also in Ireland we all speak really really fast and they get that across, but they also make it approachable for you know you know an audience that's not in that's that's that isn't Irish. Us English folk, yeah. It was written by Lisa McGee, who. Um who grew up in Derry. So it's... Yeah. And I think one of the reasons I like it is because it's a, it's like an insight into a world that I have no knowledge of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, it, and yeah. it's, it's like a uh, all the language, all the colloquialisms, all of the... Like the, the kind of thinly veiled references to the troubles in this. It's not about the troubles. It's kind of like set on the <laughs> yeah. backdrop of, which I think is really fun. So there's all and these that's... like insights that you don't necessarily get from other... TV shows, it's 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 like zooming in, isn't it, on a real niche? And I think that is a great thing to be make a TV show about. And that and that's one of the things about. I mean, Joe used it as you know his, his introduction line, where it got to the point, and you see this in the first episode, where the troubles, whilst it's still a part of everyday life, it's not, you know, whilst it's still serious, you know, like you know, unless you know that you know, you know, lives have been taken or something. It's just like you know, it's just part of everyday life, you know, and like when when there's a bomb threat on the bridge, you're like oh god. You know, like you know, like, like oh, it's raining. Oh, I'm like like a car is broken down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I mean, well, like I had a... those bastard, those bastard bomb def- disposal guys made me made me take the long <laughs> yeah. way. That's why yeah. she's late. And yeah, she's just, yeah. Oh, those they've got these robots. Why can't bomb. they just defuse it? <laughs> it's the exact. <laughs> it's the inconvenience. While I can kind of, I actually think it is a good pilot. I will say that. Um, I think that the. Um, they introduced the characters well. I think it's a good setting. Um, as you say, I think the idea of setting it in Northern Ireland during the time of Troubles is very clever. I kind of struggled a bit with the comedy in this. I just didn't really find it that funny. Um, and I think it's generally because I kind of struggle with kind of this awkward type of comedy. It's like putting people in stupid people into stupid situations, basically. And I just, I no longer find that funny. Um, it, it's similar to In Between Us, and I used to like that. I had the box set, I watched all of it, mm-hmm. but I can't watch it anymore. I just, I don't find that funny. It's why I struggled with Peep Show and I never continued with that. I, I just don't find that kind of 
with my sense of humour kind of works. Um, yeah. You enjoy, what you, enjoy what you enjoy, don't you? Yeah. yeah. May I um, so as a pilot, mentioned... it is a very good episode, I will say that. Um, I think it is a very good pilot, but it's just not really kind of, in terms of the humour, um, I just didn't really get it at all. Can I ask Joe because you mentioned there about you know like you know I'm a fan of having stupid people in in, in stupid situations. Is that would you is that how you felt about this show or because I wanted to ask well like what stupid people did you think were in the stupid situation? Because I know there was one there's one thick class, but like that's you know you always come across it's, one. I suppose thick it, it's more like it's basically they put a group of people in an awkward situation just for laughs, and I kind of. It's like I say, in between this is a good example of that. And I just, an English an English person's opinion on the troubles. It's just an awful situation. To be fair Joe. though, to be fair, it's not that, like the setting as I've said isn't the issue. It's the it's the comedy in it that I just I don't I don't get that style of comedy. I, think I sort of a, get what you mean, yeah, no, Joe. Um and there were there were a few moments in this episode where um you know, and I, I like it, and I think it works very well, especially with the teenage teenagers who these characters are supposed to be, although sidebar, they're all played by women in their late 20s. Um, yeah, early 30s even for some of them. <laughs> some yeah. of them, yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, but there are like, you know, and Peep Show I think is a good good way, good way thing to compare this to where it may be, and, and the, the scene in this episode that struck me as really like lingering is when she's talking to that, 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 that boy who's putting posters up um, outside the sweet shop. Uh, it's Larry, the main character. And she's like, she's just doing such a terrible job at trying to play it cool and be, do you know what I mean, funny and interesting. And and it lingers ever so slightly on it, on it, you know, like a couple of beats to make you yeah. uncomfortable. And you know, yeah. that's obviously like a you know a tried and tested way to be funny. Um, but you know, I can kind of understand why you just not be on board for that. It's all dialed up to eleven as well, isn't it? Like the yeah, the, that's the thing. There's no subtlety in it at all. It's no. all like, isn't this hilarious? Well, kind of, I guess. I, I, I kind of like that element. I, I love, don't know uh, about no subtlety, Joe. I think that yeah. like the punchline isn't subtle, but I think that there's a lot of depth to some of the humour. There's a lot of funny stuff in this that isn't, you know, isn't a dead nun. There's a mm-hmm. lot of like subtext going on, and there's a lot of. Times I found myself laughing when you know none of the, it wasn't a funny joke on the episode. It was just a funny, you know, a funny thing that was happening or a funny thing someone said or did. You know? Even the performances. So I mean, Sir uh, uh, Monica Jackson. Is that correct, Ross? Have I got that right? Saoirse. Yeah, Saoirse. Right. Um, so her her performance. I think she's she's the main character, Erin Quinn, and I think her performance is really. You either like totally get it because she's just dialed up to 11 being this 16 year old girl she's so awkward and and like stupid and silly yeah. in a way that only teenagers can be but i think if you kind of it, that's a good example of where this show is 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 really really exaggerated and i guess if you don't like that then that's just going to fall flat immediately for you Do you know what i mean there's that real sense of and all and then you bring all the characters together and it is it, it's like a, you know, it is a bit like The Office, isn't it? Where you've got that kind of cringe humour, which is maybe, if you're not into that, that's that can be off-putting. I personally love the dynamic. Again, I love, like, you know, the teenager, how teenagers deal with one of the most turbulent periods of, of um, you know, Irish history and all this stuff compared to the fucking mundanity of their lives, which is just, oh, the boy, this boy doesn't like me or... Whatever else is yeah, going on, yeah. the whole thing is great. Uh, sorry, Sam, I cut you off, but and, and that's it's it sort of exemplifies, you know, like what what sort of like life was like, you know, for, for you know Irish people, you know, in those times, and it's it's yeah, yeah, oh, the troubles, yeah, yeah, horrible. But you know, I really fancy this girl, or I fancy this fella, 
Well, life how do goes I, on. How do I get it? them to notice me? Yeah. You know, for a teenager especially, I think, like, you know, obviously it's horrible and everything's happening and it's a big political thing that's looming. But at the same time, you've still got bloody exams to study for and, do you know what I mean? And, like, you know, homework to do and, you know, people... Westlife is a thing, not Westlife, Boyzone. <laughs> exactly. You've still got, you know, boy bands and dreamy, all that. But it's, you know, life goes on and this captures that quite well, I think, like, like we said before, as the troubles being a backdrop. Which makes it. I didn't. I've not only watched this episode. To be fair, but I didn't think this. It didn't seem like an overly political episode. Even later on, they have. I think the Omar bombing in it. I think, if I remember rightly, they do. Yeah, I think it's either at the end of season one or the end of season two. It's at, it's at the end of one of the seasons. Yeah, and I was wait because I, I, you know, like I kind of knew there's some indication what's going to happen and what what day it is, and yeah, I was waiting for that like big political. Um, you know, stomach punch. I was waiting for that moment where they were going to go, oh, boom, this is this is the point we're trying to make. And they never really do it. They kind of stick to... look. It's the, not what the, they set out to do. No, you're right. Yeah, they, they stick to, the. this is a thing that's happening over there. You know, the, the troubles is, yes, it's around us, but really it's kind of separate from these girls' lives. And the last episode of, of maybe season one, as you say, Ross, that I think they're watching it on telly and it's all just, it's about their reaction, which is fairly minimal anyway. So I think it's a really good... It's really good at kind of taking that lens, but not not diving into it, or not trying to make a political point of either side. You know, whatever. Not having it be commentary on what is like actually quite recent. Yeah, history. it's the minutia. And I've got. Some I guess. Examples. I guess to be a comedy, you kind of have to do that as well, because I think you know it is meant to be first and foremost. It is a comedy, so you know. I know it's set within Ireland, but you couldn't really have like a serious thing about the Omar bombings. It'd be difficult to do that and keep the the show funny um, yeah. with it being so recent. So they kind of had to make that decision, really. It's interesting, well, well, they though. Do, like... They do strike a balance, though. I don't know how much of the the, the series you guys have watched, but. Um, there, there is an episode where the, the their school is basically they go on this sort of like this day weekend trip with uh, a boys' school. This is when the schools were sort of uh, secular, not secular. What am I thinking? What's the word I'm thinking of? Segregated. That's yeah. Seg- seg- well, segregated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's and it's the Catholic girls' school and a uh, Protestant boys' school. Um, and whilst it you know it's still a funny episode, it, it does sort of uh, shine light on how people perceived how, how one group perceived the other um, in those times. I mean, there was uh, th- th- some of the rumours that went back like this is how so, like and most of these things are for ridiculous reasons. Like, and I'm not advocating for one thing or the other, but like you know, one rumour was uh, that went round was that um, Protestants kept the fairy liquid bottle cap open at their sink and the Catholics closed it. <laughs> I'm not even joking you guys. That's another amazing. Was, yeah, so another one was. Um, can we have another Ross story time? Sorry to interrupt you. Like, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> obviously I don't want I don't want to comment on myself because obviously we, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I do find the the sort of like the duality of religion in Ireland very interesting. Um <laughs> because over here obviously we are very secular and yeah. you know, most people if pressured um would you know, refuse to declare for any religion. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, usually from lack of knowledge about it, and so it's not just not an issue over here. And and obviously, where you grew up, it it must have been a bigger, more looming thing when you were a kid. Um, when I was growing up, because I I actually grew up in Donegal, which is it's very close to the area, but no, you know, just about an hour's drive away. Um, it's in the Republic of Ireland, isn't it? 
Yes, exactly. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm the Republic of Ireland, but uh, I'm I'm one of the rare ones where I'm actually uh, a Protestant. Where my dad's Protestant, my mum's Catholic. So you can imagine that caused quite a, a stir when when they got married. They actually had to get like permission from the Pope or something. I think, which was a whole to do. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> quite. I, yeah, it's 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 crazy. I mean, like the I think the he hasn't, he hasn't got much to do, is he? <laughs> what, what does he do? Sit oh, Two Jesus. people want to get married in in fucking Donegal. All oh, right, well I'll spend <laughs> well, a week on they, this. I think they had to go to Dublin, but uh, in, in any case, I mean, and even then, even with the you know, I think they had to get permission. I have to double check that, but I'm pretty sure that's uh, that's the truth. Um, but on top of that, um, when they got permission, uh, at first the pr- the priest refused to to marry them. Um, and so you can imagine, obviously, my mum was pregnant at the time, you know, back in those days, you know, you, you can't have a child out of wedlock, and then the priest was refusing to marry them. And I remember that it was, my, my dad would never tell these stories because my dad's a scary guy, but, <laughs> but he would never tell these stories. So I'm always hearing these stories, like, you know, like secondhand, like off his friends and stuff. So, like, he'll never boast about it. But essentially, um, I heard it from his uh, best friend. And basically, it turned. They were in the pub. It was my mum, the best man, and another last can't remember her name. And dad came in, and basically, mum's in tears. And my dad says, "Well, you know what's wrong?" And she says, "Oh, they won't marry us." And he said, "Who won't marry us?" She goes, "The priest." Wait here. So, <laughs> and then dad was back in twenty minutes. He's marrying us. I was like, "Okay." So that priest got two broken legs. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But something happened. Um. But yeah, so I mean, like that. But this isn't about me. This is an episode of me gushing about my dad. But this is the sort of this is the severity. <laughs> Different it went episode to. audience. Yeah, oh, oh. Dadcast, yeah. Can it, <laughs> this is the yeah, it went to Dadcast where. coming soon. <laughs> yeah, I, I've I've kind of come. I've I've experienced this in a in a different way. And I moved from England um, to the west of Scotland. Oh now, yeah. It's nowhere near as you know. There's there's not nowhere near as extreme. I don't think in terms of differences, but. There's Sam, like a Sam, funny. It's not. A, it's not a competition, all right, bud. I mean, obviously, yeah. yes, one of us has had more hardships than the other. But sure, go on. T- tell me your story. I'm not. What I'm saying is, is that over here in Scotland, the west of Scotland, you you get much more of that. Like, which school do you go to? And that'd be yeah. the question mm-hmm. that was asked. You know, like, and and, and because that would yeah. indicate. Which side of the fence you sat and on? Football clubs exactly. as well. Exactly. Football clubs is a big thing as well. Exactly. So there's two football clubs in Edinburgh so, so and in Glasgow, and which, depending on which one you support, you can normally guess. Yeah, Protestant exactly. or Catholic. So yeah. there's all these like little. It's like it's like cultural religion, isn't it? Rather than necessarily people mm-hmm. like believing in a certain god or not, but they it's it's like the cultural religion that yeah, that tribalism. Yeah, that, that just completely t- and obviously in the midst of the troubles that was heightened because of all the. Yeah. You know, grievance or the other stuff that's going troubles, on. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, we I, should... I, I'll give you guys two more examples then as well. I mean, like there, there'd be times where, and this was even prevalent when, when I was in Derry, and basically where you'd have people like witness at a nightclub or you know witness at a pub, and basically you know a group of people would approach you and they'd just ask you straight up, "Are you Catholic or Protestant?" And you don't know what the right answer is. Fuck you, Jesus! And if you get the answer wrong, that's it. You're in for a rough night. This is when you were in. This is when you were in Derry at Ross. Uh, yeah, it was. It happened Crazy. to a friend of mine. Well, Luckily, like, it never that's happened what, to me. Like fifteen years ago, maybe yeah. less. God, don't make There's me sound old, Div. To 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 seamlessly move us into discussion about Derry girls, and, and that is, I think, it's genuinely interesting, especially for someone who hasn't like experienced that, just to see how actually this. As much as we've called, it, you know, we've said this show's exaggerated. It's kind mm-hmm. of not, is it? It's yeah, kind exactly. of like. That, yeah, thank up. you. Yeah, 
but, the, but there's a line in it where he's he, um i think the mum erin's mum says i have nothing against protestants i'm all for in integration <laughs> yeah. and then and then um erin comes in and says you know children have rights she's, she's complaining because she won't wear a blazer you know macaulay culkin she's he's divorcing his parents and and she's like <laughs> and now and now i hear and now i hear the the Protestants are letting them their parent letting the children divorce their parents. Yes, yes. And obviously, she has no idea who Macaulay Culkin is. Um, and she's like, she's There's accusing a line the father where she and says, says, "Is he a pro- Protestant?" And she and the daughter's like, "Ah." She says, "I don't know. No, I don't know." Um, but then he said, "Oh, I bet you met one. Of, I bet I bet you met him at those friends across the bo- uh, across the barricades. Yes, um, yes, summer camps." And it's just like the whole thing. It's just it's it's just, and it's ridiculous, but it's also channeling truth, which I think is probably one of the you know the like important things about a show. Like this is I like think it's that, yeah, that's truthful. why it does so well. It's not it's not doing those. Sorry, Sam, to cut, talk over you. Yeah. It's not do it's not touching on these aspects to sort of like for the shock value or to to score points, you know, as it mm-hmm. were. But it's doing because these are the situations and scenarios that happened, and with an outside perspective, you can see how these are humorous or comical you know without detracting from people's experiences yeah so the, the other characters we've got and we've got all the mccool played by louisa harland um claire devlin by nicola cool and jamie donald plays michelle mallon and then dylan llewellyn one for dave there to say welsh dyslexia things what we called it there didn't we <laughs> genuinely i'm or english i have welsh dyslexia <laughs> And these are the kind of main cast, and we basically see them going to school and interacting with, you know, the the the, the rest of the of the school and, and trying to trying to get through the day. Almost, it feels a bit like, doesn't it? Well, um, it's a startlingly like um, the down to earth plot. I mean, aside from all of the, the troubles backdrop, the plot of this episode is it's the first day back at school, and these kids they get into an argument on the bus, and then they get detention. That's that's the plot. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and then it, and then it's what pretty much it. It's kind of <laughs> like good, a I'm series of, in agreement. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it's a series of like um, escalating situations, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's basically building up in a crescendo to like the big joke right at the end, effectively. Oh my god! Can we can we get into the the, the dead nun of it all? The dead um, nun. So they're in detention, and this is where they're 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 you know because they're, they're being told off for um, attempting to. Bully a, a, a first year who end, tells him to fuck off, which is <laughs> fuck off. Says, fuck off. Don't do accents. It's the first um, time we're, we're thirty minutes in and no one's done an accent yet. This is a well, if you want someone to do the accent, how's about asking how do you call Irish guy? <laughs> no, but I'm Irish guy here. I, I mean an offensive accent. That's what I'm. <laughs> oh right, I see. Appropriate oh, somebody f- else's <laughs> accent. I'm pretty sure Ross will say fuck off if you ask him to. <laughs> not like that. Nope. Not like that. Eleven-year-old girl did though. She, she, that was proper. There, there was some. Can, right, can some I touch on that, that as well? Because yeah. Again. So, so they try, they try, attempt to bully her, fail, and then they're in detention, where this very, very old um, nun, the sister, and again, this is as not someone who grew up in a Catholic school, like having nuns walk around school in the full garb <laughs> and everything. That is like weird. Um, but obviously, maybe we just, should get. Maybe we should make friends with a Catholic. Yeah, maybe that would that would. I'm that not would sure be, where we'd meet uh, a Catholic yeah, yeah, aside yeah, from yeah, yeah. a just, Catholic just, church. Yeah, just church go to Derry, Dave, and just just start going up to people and say, asking another Catholic. Do that. <laughs> Do you want to come on our podcast? Ross, are you familiar with how English I am? I will be stabbed and killed immediately. Well, that's, okay. that's why I'm. That's the joke. You don't have that many friends, <laughs> buddy. 
that's the other thing is we've also got we've got we mentioned Dylan, um, and uh, played by uh, Dylan who plays James McGuire, and that's he he's he's the he's the kind of funny heel I guess or the crutch because he's an English boy who oh. is moved there because <laughs> his mum tried to have an abortion in England. <laughs> And didn't, and thus he was the result. Which well, is... we're introduced to this character, and like we we're told it's a girls' school, and there's this boy here. So, oh, who's this? this? Is my English cousin? And then Michelle, the character, she goes into this uh, speech about how the mum, her auntie, uh, she got pregnant. She went to England for an abortion because obviously you can't get an abortion in Ireland. Um, she went to England for an abortion, and she never came back. And then James, the boy, is like, she did what? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> and he just gets shit upon for this whole episode because he's English. And I love the contrivance, and I really, really enjoyed it here. Where The guy um, gets shit on the whole series, Dave. I feel bad yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, but in this episode, basically, he's going to the girls' school because the parents decided that if this English boy in the 90s in Northern Ireland went to an all-boys Irish school, he would be murdered. He would have Which, seven shades of shit knocked out of him, yes. I think he's also quite like a fair comment. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I'm pretty sure he'd have been killed at the girls' school as well, let's be clear. Yeah. but, but Yeah, but like, of... do you know what I mean? It's like a nice little... Uh, we get, and it we gives get you this couple... sort of... You know, he's, he, he's our... As an English person, he's our kind of like... You know, he doesn't understand what's going on. And that's yeah, kind of I was like thinking. Window there. I was thinking the same thing, Dave. He, yeah, he is the framing device for people, who, you know, who maybe who aren't Irish. Do you know what I mean? So they can also see that their reaction is is normal. You know, their reaction to Irish people's uh, intonations and colloquialisms. Uh, it's 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 not odd. <laughs> He's in the same situation as you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He's kind of like the viewers, sort of, especially from an English audience, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I don't know how well yeah. this is done internationally, um, but pretty uh, well, I think, pretty well. You know, I assume yeah. Americans are similar. Like, you know, this is English guy. He's quite polite. Um, he doesn't really say much, and he's just kind of confused and scared. He just wants to time. piss. He just wants he to just... Have a piss, and there's no. <laughs> wow, that's so Man. funny. I've there's never no enjoyed toilet. watching someone need a piss so much in my life. <laughs> and he even he even asks his sister and says, "Look, there's there's no there's no boys' toilets here. Can I can I pee in the in the, in the, the girls' toilets?" And she just says, absolutely not, and then moves on. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, he asked no the cousin. He asked the cousin, he says, oh, can I, can I, can I use Should the girls? I use the girls? She's like, oh, no, you pervert. <laughs> no, you fucking will not. <laughs> there we go. There's the accent. So, so but we, we've, we've, well, this is a totally rambly episode, but basically the nun who, who's in detention with them, she, she, she just keels over and dies as she's reading Erin's diary, and that's the kind of opening <laughs> shot of the episode. So it's a callback later. She's reading the diary. She's stolen the the lipstick, um, and One so of them we get has this... been fasting. So like he's really really hungry. Yeah, and then and then um, James needs a piss. So there's this amazing moment when the other the the, the other nun walks in. Um, Sister Michael walks in, and James is pissing in a in a bucket. Erin's <laughs> trying to escape because she wants to go to this dance with a boy. It's just um, halfway out of the window. Claire's eating this sandwich. I think her food. All has got holding the nun's head. 
holding them on his head, and then the, and the other one's like going through the handbag or something. It's just, it's like an, um, it's a, it, what it is, it reminds me of just those, like an old fashioned farce, you know what I mean? Like yeah, kind yeah, of Frasier yeah. levels. Physical of, comedy, yeah. Yeah, just it, totally it is, ridiculous. It is a farce, and, and like that whole sequence, and then what follows in the office with the parents is also very farcical. Yeah. And, and Erin says, you know, the nun's saying basically the, the chief nun, whose name I can't remember. Um, chief nun. Sister Michael. <laughs> Sister chief Michael, head uh, nun. chief nun, head nun, boss nun, um, assistant to the nun, <laughs> the biggest penguin. Um, <laughs> she's basically saying like, "Oh well, you know, the coroner. We won't know how, what killed her until we speak to the coroner." And basically, like trying to sort of say, "Listen, girls, what the, you know, you're all in fucking trouble." And Erin's like, well, "How old was this nun?" And she goes, "Oh, she'd be 98 in February." And so Erin goes, "And none of you think it's." You none of you have anything to say about this nun who turns who's ninety seven years old does, has died. Does anybody else have thoughts on the whole her being ninety eight thing? And, and the grandfather, and the grandfather, yeah, says. is like, oh, taken in the prime of her life, and they all nod. <laughs> it's just great, isn't it? It's just really good, and I think it's 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 kind of like that great thing in TV, in um, um, farcical TV shows where. They turn the camera back on what's happening a little bit to to, to make it even funnier because you can have this abs- absurd absurdist stuff happening, but if you don't like have a moment where where someone says uh, what the fuck is going on, like <laughs> it's less funny, yeah. or you turn into something like American Dad or you know Rick and Morty where it's just full absurdity and that's fine. But this is this is a great turn where and it you shine a, a light times. on it and, and you say look how ridiculous this situation is. Yes, exactly. Exactly, and then we get the when then we get a callback to the first shot of the episode where Orla, Erin's um, cousin, is reading her diary, and we think it's Orla, and she's talking about how it's hard to live in Derry, and blah, blah. and then we get this great thing where she's like talking about in deep, meaningful way about life isn't fair, and, and we see injustice. Well, you think and, it's a voiceover, sorry, you think it's Erin reading? Yeah, and a, a child of the crossfire, surrounded by conflict, and all this stuff. Um, and then it's, it's just all of reading her diary. The camera pulls everyone. out and she's just sat there reading the diary. <laughs> uh, that office genius. scene is so jam-packed full of jokes. And um, the boy, uh, James, gets shit on again uh, because his auntie arrives and he goes, oh, where's my mum? And she goes, oh, she's away back to London. And he's like, what? And she's like, dry your eyes, son. Dry your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and she just... And it's just like, wow, this character gets just disregarded. It's wonderful. It's really good, isn't it? It's really good. Kind of a show that is a is you could just go through and talk about each individual show because it, it this it's just so. Much, I mean, the bit about Kamal, um, who I think Claire is having Fuck a fast. Kamal. Yeah, and, and Kamal is the boy that um, in Africa that, that that you know in that real like ninety cents. The, She's doing it to Africa. race. She wants to be sponsored to fast. Yeah, so and, and all money. of that is just fucking hilarious. And, it, and again, it's so like, it's so representative of, of, the, the, you know, the 90s in general, but also I, I imagine, you know, Derry in the 90s and, and yeah. all these. Well, I was going to say, I don't know if you guys had that, like, in, you know, in school at the time where, you know, you had people fasting for a day, you know, and be sponsored and they send the money. I don't know if you guys had that, but that yeah, was Yeah, I rife. went to a church school, Ross. It was every day. Ah, right. I was going to say, because that, was, that was rife in our schools as well. Oh, I mean, there was the, always something, there was always some fundraiser <laughs> for something yeah. or other. Civvies day. A, oh, God, non-uniform days or yeah. fancy dress days. Where you basically got like stoned to death if you didn't come in a stupid outfit, 
and pay for the privilege. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Organised religion sucks. But the one, you know, how, the we, you know how at the start we were like, oh, look, we're not doing a show from the 90s. This has just turned into us reminiscing <laughs> about the 90s. <laughs> well, like I, I said this before, you know, post-2000 scares me. The 90s is familiar, it's nice, it's fuzzy and warm. Oh. Cozy. <laughs> so should we do around the horn on um, final thoughts and kind of like... You know, what do we think about this show, I guess? Um, I'm going to pick randomly Dave first. Um, so this is a show that I, I've only watched the first episode of this. Um, and, and I'm going to start doing this thing when we watch something new where I'm only going to watch the first episode because it's then easier to remember what's happened in just that episode. Um, I really liked this. Uh, I, I know a quite decent uh, breadth of people who've watched this show uh, because up until um, the plague, I ran a pub which obviously was frequented by quite a lot of different um, age of white people from the area. Um, <clears throat> but, like, young and old people, and everyone was talking about the show when it when it came out and when it aired. And, like, you know, like, people in their 70s and people in their 20s, it was, you know, like, quite a universally, like, oh, this is really good. So, obviously, I thought, well, that must be dreadful. Um, and, boy, was I wrong. Um, this, this was a really fun, uh, well-made um, well-performed, well-written uh, piece of television, um, and I will definitely go and watch the rest of it. I believe there's another 11 episodes, to be fair, so it's not exactly a Herculean task. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I really, really enjoyed this. I think it's a really a really fun... It's going to sound silly, like, not exotic setting, but, like, something a bit novel. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I can't think of another show... Unfamiliar. And I, exactly, I can't think of another show that's set in Northern Ireland, let alone during the Troubles, and and so like it's because it's in English and because I know Irish people, it's like it's familiar yet not familiar in that kind of like nice way, which is makes yeah. it a, a good exploration to watch. Joe, um, I'm kind of the odd one out. I didn't dislike the show. Um, Ooh, I yes. think it's fine. <laughs> Um, Burn the heretic! I can see why some people would like it and find it funny, but me personally, I just found it difficult. Um, you know, you've been talking about all these bits that are hilarious and things. I can honestly say I don't think there was one single point where I was laughing through the entire episode. Um, <laughs> I just found it awkward um, and just uncomfortable, to be honest. And like I say, if, you know, it's the same sort of thing with the Peep Show and with In Betweeners. I can't watch them anymore for pretty much the same reason. Um, um, so I will not be watching any more of it. I don't think so. No, straight away. It's it's fine. Like I say, as a pilot, it's pretty good. I, I didn't hate it, but it's just not my style of comedy at all. You can't account for taste, can you? you know, that's sometimes. And I, I think I do understand if you don't like the Peep Show, like that type of thing. I think in between is even um, something like Sex Education, which we've talked about, and you should totally watch Joe because it's very good. Um, Ross. Um, I mean, I, I I absolutely love the show. The first episode uh, just kicks off as it means to go on. Um, I mean, we haven't touched on it, but like even the supporting cast as well, like the the father who's played by Tommy Tiernan, who's a comedian. He was actually born in Donegal himself. He's brilliant. Um, I love him. He oh, he's quality. We haven't even mentioned that bit. That's really funny. The relationship between him and him and, and the father. I think the father, the father as well, isn't he? Um, the father-in-law rather, isn't he the guy who played Barristan Selmy in Game of Thrones? 
Quite possibly, Ross. I, you just keep talking. I think he is, yeah. Out. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 well, I, I think he, I, I'm nearly sure he is, but essentially I was really surprised when I saw him doing the Northern Irish accent, and I'm not sure now if he's an Irish or English fella. <laughs> it was that good good. notice, uh, Ross. He is Northern Irish. Ah, uh, he was brilliant. born in Belfast. Oh, fair play. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, yeah, he, I mean, he, he did a brilliant English accent then. Um, West yeah, Lucy yes. And um, and the mum as well. Like there was one thing I love, and I might have gone over your guy's head, but um, at the very beginning, you know, where the the daughter saying that she's not going to wear the blazer, and that's the end of the story. And then the mother and the mother goes, "Get the wooden spoon." Now I don't know if you guys had that when you were growing up, but when you heard those words, you know you fucked up. When you hear "get the wooden spoon," you're done for. That's it. Your arse is red raw. It's corporal um, punishment a lot more common in Ireland because I wasn't beaten a lot as a child. And make judgments on how that's affected my, me turning out as a person on your we, own account. But We don't um, talk about it, Dave. <laughs> okay, good to know. Um, but like, I don't know if snitches that's... Get uh, snitches get you know, stitches. Snitches get stitches or spoonings, apparently. <laughs> but um, yeah, fantastic show for me. Um, and I agree. I agree. This is very good. I've watched all of it, and it is. It just. I think it just get it actually gets better even into season two. Um, just again, one of those shows that you kind of, you kind of just want to watch and watch and watch because it's Moral. so engaging and it's so not novel, as you say, Dave. It's like I'm not in this world, but this is a little window, and it's fun and it's entertaining, and it's actually also about serious shit as well, you know, and and how stupid teenagers react to that, which I think is a Always a good lens to, to frame a TV show through. <laughs> what would teenagers do in this ridiculous situation? And Something kind of, stupid. Yeah, try to get laid. In your honor. Yeah, yeah. So, Dairy Girls, this is a fun one. And I think it's one of those um, shows that, yeah, despite, kind of, I think it's just about opinion, but I think generally it's well considered as well. It's a very well considered show, isn't it? I think very highly regarded. Yeah, and it, like, like we said, to, to, in all fairness to Joe, I think, like, you know, as, as we say, it's fine to like or to not like something like comedy is 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 subjective and you know sometimes something just doesn't grab you for whatever reason um but i think that as a whole this is maybe like a recommend if you see it it's on as is it, as we didn't say at the beginning uh, this is on netflix and probably also 4od because it's channel 4 originally oh i'm the idiot who watched it on channel 4 <laughs> with adverts ads, yeah god damn it uh, it's, it's only the first season that's on Netflix to be fair so I think the second season I'll have to watch on, on four um, but this was fun it was nice to do with, with all four of us and hopefully uh, you'll come back Ross for, for another episode in the yeah future. when you do when you do Father Ted <laughs> well maybe no. even if, if you'll pardon this you know crazy idea Ross for an episode where you're not just the token Irish guy <laughs> wow no I don't agree to that I don't agree yeah. to that scary 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 <laughs> scary scary uh, no, scary I'd, yeah no I'd, lo- I'd love to be back for another episode thank you <laughs> I say invite you to your own podcast <laughs> that's very polite Ross <laughs> don't thank him Ross Jesus go fuck yourself um, <laughs> that's better perfect That's that oh, seems yeah. like the correct tone to go out on um, so we We'll see you all next week when we'll be watching something else. Good night. See you later. Bye, folks. Bye.